Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today my guest will be Justin Joyner, who is the manager at Beneteau Powerboats. And we're going to chat a little bit about some of the advantages that you might not be aware of if you're buying a new boat versus a used boat for the Great Loop. So before I do officially bring in Justin, I want to take a minute and recognize our Admiral level sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest levels. Our Admiral sponsors are Beneteau, Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with the business out of the way, Justin Joyner, thank you for joining me. Well, it's a pleasure to uh, to chat with you today. Yeah, and we, we wanted to cover this topic because you and I first met face-to-face at the AGLCA Fall Rendezvous a few months back, and you brought up the idea of a seminar that would kind of cover what people sometimes overlook when their first thought is to go to a used boat for the Great Loop and that there are some advantages to buying new that perhaps aren't really obvious on the surface. So I thought that was a really intriguing idea and thought it would be a great topic for the podcast. So let's start. Tell us what some of those benefits are of buying a new boat over a used boat. Well, to start, you know, most uh, most customers uh, head over to our dealerships uh, looking for used boats, and uh, that always kind of got me thinking: Why, why does that happen? You see people uh, pulling up in in brand new cars, and you know, let's face it, we're typically uh, talking about a couple hundred thousand dollar purchase, uh, upwards to a couple million dollars. So usually, people are have the means um, to to spend a lot of money on a toy. Uh, why do they? tend to drift towards buying a used boat. So uh, there's, there's, it, it really comes down to fear. They, are, they, are they lighting a couple hundred thousand dollars on fire when they are buying a new boat? Uh, that depreciation word is a scary term. Um, so, so really what, what we found that uh, is, is helpful to, to people that uh, are looking to, to buy a boat, whether it's for the Great Loop or or just going out for a, a day cruise, is to to educate customers uh, what are the what are the benefits to buying a new boat, um, and you know it depends on on which manufacturer uh, you may buy a boat from, which dealership you may buy a boat from. Uh, in the case of uh, buying a Beneteau, you get a three year warranty. Uh, there's a seven year structural component to it, uh, so there's a lot of peace of mind that goes along with. Uh, with buying a new boat versus uh, versus a boat that that's pre-owned, pre-enjoyed, um, you've also got uh, the 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 experience of having a, a new boat that's turnkey. Uh, you're not then having to refit it before you go on your your first trip. You know, a boat that has a five year five years old might have five year old electronics. Uh, you know, when's the last time that you you bought a Bought a five-year-old iPhone. The technology is evolving so quickly uh, that uh, that that people want the latest and greatest, especially when it's it's something that you're you're potentially going to live on for uh, for a long period of time, right? Absolutely. 
So, and those are some great points. Um, and the refit, a lot of our members do refit the electronics and things like that as they're getting ready to go. So that certainly is something you would want to factor in. Uh, and you recommend to people to really, when you're looking at new versus pre-owned, to take a look at the total cost of ownership over a period of time that will help you kind of make the decision on where those costs will be. So what kind of factors would you suggest they consider when they're doing that kind of a comparison? Well, well, the great, uh, the, the great thing about uh, people that are considering doing the great loop, uh, for the most part, uh, those, those, those buyers, those people that are looking for that lifestyle, half of the fun, and this is supposed to be fun, uh, is the due diligence process uh, of buying a boat, finding the boat that, that will fit, fit the needs. Um, and, and part of that due diligence is, okay, how long are we going to cut the lines and, and go for a, for, for a boat ride? Are we going to do the loop in six months and uh, wave to everything as we go by, or is this going to be a couple-year excursion? Is that the first trip? We then got to go down to the Bahamas, Caribbean, never never head home again. Um, so you have to kind of start to consider those points. And uh, where I'm going with this is the financial model for, for buying a boat. Um, you know, look, every boat, whether it's buying a five-year-old boat or a brand-new boat, they are going to depreciate. And uh, what we find is that you can actually – Come up with uh, with a with a break even for uh, for how much uh, you're looking to you're looking to for this this trip to cost. To give an example, um, you know I'm familiar with our with our our Benitos, so so a, a Swift Trawler 44, uh, which is uh, which has been a very popular boat for us. We have built over 300 of them, uh, so so it's it's been a been a boat that uh, that has definitely uh, been enjoyed. Uh, by many, many, many customers. Right now, you can buy a, a Swift Trawler uh, 44 brand new for, with all the toys completely done, for about $760,000. Uh, if you're financing the boat, that is uh, typically about 20% down, uh, and you're financing about $600,000 at that point. So, so if you look at an amortization schedule, uh, typically your uh, your monthly payment will be about forty three hundred dollars a month. So, let's say you you take that same Swift Trawler forty four. We've been building it for nine years, and you look for uh, a two thousand fourteen version. Well, I did a little poking around on Yacht World uh, before we had this chat, and there are three Swift Trawler forty fours. Uh, for sale right now in the United States. The lowest ex the lowest price boat uh, is uh, priced at uh, three hundred ninety five thousand dollars. So uh, if you're using that same model of twenty percent down, you're financing about three hundred sixteen thousand dollars. Gives you a monthly payment of uh, two thousand dollars a month. So typically the the the, the ownership length is about five years uh, that people keep these boats. We we get that data from from the the, the partner banks that that uh, that finance all our boats, and it's uh, it's pretty pretty readily available information. The average length of ownership for people that finance boats is uh, is five years. So if you look at a five year uh, horizon for for selling the boat, uh, 
over the five years, that new boat between your interest and your payments will cost you $240,000 a year. That same five-year-old boat with a $316,000 uh, loan, that'll cost you $125,000. So what we're looking at uh, basically is, is a delta of about $115,000. So what you're looking at is the cost of the financing for five years the, the difference is one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars a year, and uh, if you're still if you're still with me, uh, the, the 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 point we're trying to make here is what are you getting for that additional one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars? You're getting a new boat. Uh, you get what we talked about. You get warranties. You get the the new dealer experience, but there's also some of those other tangibles like new heads, new beds. Uh, no one slept on your boat before. Uh, no one's used the bathroom, uh, and and you know buying a new boat is also a, an experience where uh, you, you, it's a blank canvas. No one's put put a picture on the wall. No one's picked a paint color. No one's banged the boat into a dock. It, it's a brand new boat. It's your boat, and you can make it your own, personalize it. Um, and and that's a you know if you're looking at uh, you know this is something that you want to do. You do not have to have a boat. But uh, you want to have a boat, and many times when you're when you're getting uh, getting into this process, you know you can look at it and say, okay, so for another hundred sixteen thousand dollars, some of that might be worth it. You also don't know what happened to that used boat, right? You can call those the, you know, they're the known unknowns. Why is that that uh, couple selling this seemingly perfect Swift Trawler forty four that's five years old? Do they bang it into something? They run aground. Oh, they're saying that they've got new shafts in the boat. Well, wonder why they put new shafts in a boat that should have shafts for a very long time, right? So you start to have that that doubt creep in. To, you know what 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 happened to the boat over the uh, the first five years of its ownership, uh, and, uh, and some of that doubt. You know, hey, a new uh, a new D Ford diesel engine. Uh, if you had to replace that, you know, it can cost you. Upwards of sixty thousand dollars. Well, that's half of uh, that's half of your uh, your hundred sixteen thousand dollar difference between a new and used boat. So uh, so you can you could make a you could make a business case for for peace of mind. Um, and uh, and again, you know, Swift trawler people, trawler people, people that that look at the Great Loop, they end up going on this because it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be uh, be a be a painful experience. And, uh, and and generally, if you, you buy a new boat, there's a lot less hassle involved with uh, with the experience. Right, and and those are some good points that that people may not consider. Uh, it always gets a little bit challenging when we're talking a lot of numbers in this uh, podcast because you obviously are missing the visual component if this was a, a live seminar thing. Um, but sure. I think you made that very easy to follow. Um, but some follow up questions on that. Obviously, for some people that are, are looking for a little bit of, you know, perhaps an older boat, it's a little bit harder to justify the cost of one that's new, and that delta becomes, you know, a little bit more than for some people that their budget will handle. Is there a specific age of a boat? We focus on five years. Is there a specific age that you think the equation for buying new works best? Uh, and I know we use five years because that's kind of the average length that people are holding on to the Swift trawlers, but 
you know, how does that equation work if you change that length of time? Well, so 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 to 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 be specific, um, the the actual length of ownership that 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 five year number is actually of all mm-hmm. boat loans out there right now. So it's not just Swift Trawls, okay, not exactly. just Benetos. It's it's all the boats out there. That is that's the okay. that's the average length. Um, but but you're you're getting on to a, to a good point. Um, in 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 a past life, I uh, I dabbled in the finance world, the marine finance world, and uh, and and one of the interesting truths of, uh, of 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 marine lending is that there are far fewer banks that will even finance a boat that is older than ten years old. There are some. Uh, there are some that that'll do 12 years. There are some that'll do 15 years, and then and then fewer still that will look at the super rare, the super high end boats that they will that they will uh, they'll finance even even beyond 15 years. But but the the pot of potential lenders gets extremely small after 10 years. So to answer your question directly, you know what's the right age of boat to buy? Well. Let's take that five-year-old boat, for example, and you're going to keep it for five years. So when you're ready to sell that boat, now 10 years old, buyers, uh, they're either going to pay cash or they're going to uh, have to find one of those few banks that will help them finance that now 10-year-old boat. And usually when you're looking to sell your boat, you're looking to sell the boat quickly. And when uh, when you've got fewer banks and f- fewer potential buyers out there, uh, you can end up sitting on your uh, your ten year old boat a lot longer. And uh, and that's uh, you know that's one of the one of the realities that uh, that customers face that that buy a used boat and then uh, you know and then keep them for five years or longer. Mm-hmm. And that is a great point, and I have heard that from other uh, marine lending people that particularly, and some of the boats we do see on the Great Loop, you know, it's not always for someone who can afford a half a million dollar boat. So we do see lots of people doing on a, on a tighter budget. Um, but that is a, a very good point, um, and that beyond 20 years is, is very challenging to get the financing. So, of course, the older the boat you buy when you turn around to go and sell it, the more limited the pool of buyers starts to become because you're right you may be looking for a cash buyer at that point so i'm glad you brought that up because it is something i think that most people don't realize and and, and kim you're, you're you're right on the money the uh the, and 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 it's all relative right so so let's say that uh that that your boat is worth a hundred thousand dollars at the end of of 10 years it's a great boat sought after boat even but how many buyers potentially are going to spend a hundred thousand dollars cash for a 10-year-old boat, whereas that could be a nice 20% deposit on a much more substantial, nicer, newer boat. A lot of people will will, will finance at that point and, uh, and use that $100,000 instead of buying a boat outright, buying a nice, shinier boat that's bigger, nicer, newer electronics, and, you know, you start the, you start the cycle all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent point. I do want to take a a moment to play a message from one of our sponsors. Um, When we come back, though, I do have another follow-up question geared towards those who may hold on to the boat for a very short amount of time. So we'll be back in a moment. 
AGLCA Admiral Sponsored Dog River Marina is located at the mouth of the Tentom Waterway in Mobile, Alabama, only 22 miles from the Gulf of Mexico. The marina encompasses 95 slips, 80 of which are sheltered. They offer a ship store, courtesy car, rental cars, 24-hour guard service, and shore power. The complex's full-service repair facility is staffed with highly trained personnel to handle everything from simple repairs to complex overhauls. For more information, visit www.dogriver.com. We're back on Great Loop Radio. My guest today is Justin Joyner with Beneteau Powerboats. Um, Justin, I know you just uh, a week or so ago returned from the Miami Boat Show. Uh, tell us in a little bit about what was happening in Miami this year. So uh, the Miami Boat Show uh, is uh, is usually a great escape for for uh, the the majority of the Americans that live in the colder climates uh, that are either uh, snowed in, frozen in, or or just looking for uh, for a, a little bit of a suntan. Um, so it's it's usually you know perfectly timed uh, for for a little bit of a, an escape. The reality is um, the the Miami Boat Show has a has a has a, a great um, bunch of trawlers there that uh, that that customers can look at, uh, but there's there's all boats shapes sizes. There there are people putting three, four, five, six outboards on on day boats now, and uh, and you see a, a, a majority of of those offerings at shows like the Miami Show. Um, to 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 be to be fair, usually what we find uh, our better trawler show uh, and and probably the better selection for, for customers doing their due diligence early on is actually the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show uh, earlier in, uh, in November of every year. Uh, that, that typically uh, brings a stronger, stronger uh, uh, trawler uh, list of trawlers that, that are actually on display, uh, but, but also you see more people from, uh, from what I might describe as the flyover states that actually descend on Fort Lauderdale versus Miami every year. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know for our listeners who perhaps are shopping for a boat. It's, it's pretty typical for a lot of our members to visit one of the major boat shows. So if they are in the market for a trawler, Justin, you would suggest that Fort Lauderdale might be a, a better show for them than Miami. In, in terms of selection, uh, absolutely. And then also, uh, you know, another point uh, as we get a little off on a tangent here is also – yeah. Uh, when you're looking at timing um, for for purchase, uh, if you're really looking to, to 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 get away from it all, so to speak, uh, you, you usually have a a date on a calendar when you're looking to uh, to to start your trip. Uh, what from a manufacturing perspective, uh, usually we can have boats um, quicker to uh, to owners in the fall by the time. February rolls around. Uh, usually, our production schedules are getting further out there, so you're looking at nine months, maybe even a year, before your custom-built trawler is ready for you. And uh, and that's just one of the realities of, uh, of 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 the seasonality of our business. Um, you know, we, you know, Beneteau is the largest boat builder in the in the world. We build over 10,000 boats a year. Uh, but even 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 our mass production uh, doesn't allow us to to build to build boats within a couple weeks. So it does take some time right. to build these these big boats. Okay, so if you're shopping and you plan to um, 
be leaving for the Great Leap uh, shortly thereafter, you're definitely going to want to start uh, into the in the fall, not in the winter uh, when there's Miami and some of the other big boat shows as well. So excellent information because that was something I didn't yeah. know. It's uh, it's it's kind of an interesting thing when you when you when you start talking to uh, to to potential loopers. Uh, typically, you know, we hear the the uh, the the three year plan. They're on the three year plan. Well, what does three years really mean? Well, typically, it really means a year and a half. And so when you when you finally decode that it's it's a year and a half, part of the education process is you know if you are looking to buy a new boat. It's nine months to a year before your boat arrives, and you probably are going to want to take a few short trips before you just cut the lines and start on the loop trip. Start a few few weekend trips, a couple overnighters. And so then at that point, you probably want to do that for a couple months. So, you know, now's the time to buy the boat, right? It's uh, It's funny how... How, how that that typically happens when you when you start talking through through this this process uh how how three years turns into okay let's go for a sea trial right yeah and and i I definitely agree with you there a hundred percent and we absolutely recommend that people do take some shorter trips on their boat whether it's a brand new boat or it's new to them um certainly it makes sense regardless of the, the amount of boating experience you have, to, to get some experience at the helm of that specific vessel that you'll be doing the Great Loop on. So um, that's a great point for people to remember. And I'm also glad that you uh, – well, first of all, thank you for allowing me that tangent to gather some information about the boat shows. Um, but kind of getting back to the subject at hand, you mentioned kind of that three-year plan turns in, into an 18-month plan. Um we talked about if you're holding the boat for longer, what that kind of does to the picture of, of buying new. What if, because we do see a lot of loopers who don't live in a place where they can frequently use a boat like a 44 Swift trawler, um, but want that for the Great Loop. So we do see people who plan to buy a boat for the Great Loop, spend a year or so doing the loop, and then sell the boat again. Now, some of them fall in love with the lifestyle and, and change their living arrangements and, and end up keeping the boat. But we do see a fair number who plan to keep it, you know, a little over a year um, and stick with that plan. So for somebody like that, you mentioned the scary depreciation word at the beginning. Is it still really a financially viable option for, for most people who plan to keep the boat for only a year to buy something new as opposed to pre-owned? Well, I would be speaking out of turn if I uh, if I started talking about other manufacturers and their their typical depreciation. Um, mm-hmm. What I do know on our on our Swift trawler uh, buyers and 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 really uh, really how how the, the those boats age, the depreciation curve is actually fairly linear. Um, at about five years, uh, when you when you, you can go on Yacht World right now, you see that. The, uh, the the depreciation after five years is somewhere between thirty and forty percent, uh, which is frankly better than better than most. Um, so so if you bought a brand new boat, uh, you're really only looking at you know so if it's so if it's if it's half that time, three years it's it's half a thirty percent fifteen. Um, you know if you're if you're looking for some simple math, uh, you can say it's just under ten percent a year. 
Um, so, and, and again, it, it is fairly linear. I, I, would, I, would, I would suggest for people that really think that this is going to be a year, year and a half, that's all we're really committing in, 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 our, in our life to, to this kind of trip, you probably really want to take even a harder look at a new boat because when you buy used boats, you get back into that known unknown uh, gray area where what's wrong with the boat? Okay, now I've bought a boat that doesn't have a warranty. Uh, and I don't really – I've had a survey done, but until you get out there and spend a couple weeks on it, you don't really know what's wrong with the boat. And if we're on a tight schedule here and all of a sudden it has to go in for a refit for three months, what's that done to your time schedule? Now, you buy a new boat, uh, you've got warranty service from every Beneteau dealer or, you know, again, you know, any, any manufacturer. They look at their dealer network along the Great Loop. How many dealers can I hit along the way if if I have have a need for service? Uh, and you know when you've got a warranty and you've got a a, a dealer uh, that sees a lot of these boats, uh, usually you're uh, you're you're back out on the water uh, much quicker than if it's uh, if it's if it's you know one of the oddity boats that uh, that can be out there. Sure, Justin, you mentioned. The idea of, you know, if something breaks and it's a previously owned boat and you don't have that warranty. Um, so that's certainly kind of a, a hitting cost, if you will, of buying a previously owned boat. Um, and we talked earlier about, you know, refitting um, uh, an older boat. So are there any other kind of unexpected costs that people maybe don't consider when they're, you know, balancing the new versus used equation? Well, sure. You, you when you when you're buying when you're buying a, a used boat, uh, you know you get a survey, and uh, and you know, depending on the condition of the boat, um, you you can be responsible for any number of things. You can be uh, a haul out to do bottom paint. Will you have to do some major motor service? Um, are you are you going to spend a lot of time detailing the boat? Um, you know, and what we find more often than not, uh, and, and I can tell from from experience with our after sales department, is, you know, again, you know, we've got we've got 300 of these Swift Trawler 44s out there, and when they do transact on the on the secondhand market, you know what we always get a lot of uh, requests for, new uh, new bed cushions, new bilge plumbing, new head components. So even though, you know, a survey might say, oh, you know, everything's in working order, looks clean, well, guess what? You do that first couple trip, trips, and all of a sudden you're rebuilding uh, your entire uh, holding tank system, um, not because maybe there's anything wrong with it, but what is that smell, right? And that's, you know, this is supposed to be fun, enjoyable. I'm not going to spend the next year on a boat that has this. Maybe it's a questionable smell on board. You're going to take care of that before you take uh, take the trip, right? So again, it's that you know when you get to the to the to the end of how much did this cost? Sometimes you know I go back to the beginning of our conversation when you look at okay, what's the what's the additional cost of uh, of doing this? That 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 number gets 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 much tighter than uh than pe- than people realize and 
and, and it, it's it's really worth going into any boat purchase with your eyes open, find the right consultant. Um, you know, I could plug uh, plug our Beneteau dealers. Uh, find the right person to really help you through through our uh, th- through your purchase decision, and uh, and and really has your best interest in mind because you know again it's uh, it c- it can get costly quickly uh, if you're uh, if you're buying a used boat, but you know the costs are up front really when you buy a new one. And I think that's a great place to wrap it up for today, Justin. Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge on the new boat market with us. We appreciate you spending the time with us today. Well, and uh, and and to plug Trawler Fest uh, real quickly, uh, we have uh, we have boats at the uh, Trawler Fest in Stewart uh, this uh, this uh, up in March. Uh, and uh, if you're uh, if you're around in the in the Florida area, we'd uh, we'd love to see you and visit with you and uh, start a conversation. Yeah, absolutely, and and thank you for plugging Trawler Fest as well. I was there earlier in the week, um, and if you have not been to the Stewart Trawler Fest, it's in a beautiful facility, um, and lots going on there this weekend. So um, hopefully, some of you will come down and you'll see Justin there and and many others as well. So Justin, again, thank you. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us again this week. We'll be next back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. 